0: Welcome, welcome to Tilt. Every Friday, everybody, or let's call it full-blown Friday. It's time to connect the dots and see what makes sense. I got what you need, no words to mince. It's your boy OG, and if it's your first time joining us, Tilt stands for talking in layman's terms. Ooh, I want to talk that talk, but you should already know. Coach Prime said it best, we are the show. So haters keep hating, doubters, hedge your bets. The outcome secondary. Because you're not going to believe what's next. Full-blown Friday. You know what it is. Let's go. All right, everybody. We're going to start off with some Thursday night football. Eagles, 34-28 to 28 over the Vikings. Uh, it's kind of crazy. People complaining about winning. I mean, would you, would you rather lose? Are, are we to the point in sports where you have to win a certain kind of way or uh, i mean am i missing something you're 2 and 0 instead of 0 and 2 shut up i mean the eagles yeah they're not as smooth as we used to from from last year but come on both of their coordinators are gone both of their coordinators are gone different players that defense need that defense does need to ratchet it up a little bit but you know they had four four players gone yesterday so i'm like i'm not talking just, about eagle fans i'm talking about football fans and in, in general playing too much 2k could do this to the brain this is real life football things happen things change and with philly that being said aj brown come on man Jalen brown i mean Jalen hurts upstanding guy he is now in the franchise buddy He's the franchise. So that yipping you was doing on the sideline, you better keep it to yourself before you find yourself on the first train out of town, buddy. You won. 34-28. There's nothing else to talk about. Moving on. The biggest nose in football really is Aaron Rodgers. Or we could call him Mr. because He only got four plays before the Achilles blew out and he was gone. It's sad to see it happen. I I really wanted to see how it played out. I mean, it's sad. I mean, you can't get around it. It's sad. And the thing I hate about it most, not that he didn't get to play, but now the Jets are acting like they're really going to win the Super Bowl with Zach Wilson. Are you kidding? Stop it. Sports, I thought the object of the game was to win the game of course this kid was a second round draft pick but he's not leading anybody anywhere i mean he got a little bit of tutelage from aaron Rodgers. he's the same guy that wouldn't own up to things he had to own up to and got benched last year but now all of a sudden he's had what a couple of months of aaron Rodgers as his tutor and now he's ready to lead y'all to the promised land come on man there's no way, no way out. You don't want to put another guy on a team for him to be looking over his shoulder. I'd be looking for the guy to replace him right now. There's some viable replacements out of there, but now you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. They didn't care about hurting my man in, uh, in San Francisco, Trey Lance. They didn't care about hurting his feelings. But you really want your fans to believe you want to win, and you're trotting Zach Wilson out there. Good luck with that. And then, poster boy for the NFL, Josh Allen throws three INTs on Monday Night Football. Three. He got the guy who caught the interceptions a $250,000 bonus. Thanks. I'm pretty sure you're going to get a Christmas card. They love hyping up this choke artist. I have nothing against Josh Allen. He's the prototype of what they want the NFL quarterback to look like. He's 6'5, he's got a cannon for a right arm. But in big moments, he chokes. That's just it. He chokes. They want to put him over Patrick Mahomes so bad, but the proof is in the pudding, and the pudding doesn't taste good. This back and forth with him and Stephon Diggs, nobody cares. The Bill's real problem is he plays too much hero ball, and they don't have a running game. That's it. Fix those two. And maybe you'll have a chance. Of course, they're still going to have them. They could go 0-5, and they're going to still say, Oh, Josh, Allen has all this talent. He's going to get us there. I'll wait. Moving on. The Seahawks. Both tackles are out this week. Good luck, Gino. Mo- moving on. Uh, Chase Claypool. As if the Bears need more problems. He's questionable for Sunday. It's, it's, this gets... The injuries, it's just a part of football. Everybody was expecting the Seahawks to do big things this year. Geno didn't look good at all last game, but we'll see. That's all I got for the NFL right now. Uh, moving on to college, coach prime prime time this week. You got every news sports outlet that there is in Boulder this week for their matchup against Colorado State. Everybody, nobody was really expecting much out of it. You know, the fan hoopla, all that, seeing Coach Prime up close. But then Colorado coach goes and puts his foot in his mouth. Come on, dude. This guy got on TV and said his, his kids were tired of doing ESPN interviews. I mean, I guess mainly because they were probably asking him more about Colorado than they were asking him about Colorado State. But still, that's exposure. Coach Prime got your kids exposure they would not otherwise get, but you have a problem with it, then we got to throw the mama in it. You don't ever, mama jokes are not funny on any level. Any level. So now, Colorado goes out and hang a 50 piece on you before halftime, there's going to be no sympathy. And they're going to do it with their sunglasses on. Dion gave the whole team sunglasses, he gave the whole, uh, People on first take gave all four people sunglasses. They're, giving them, they're probably going to get us sunglasses, so they won't all the way see this beatdown Colorado State's about to get. But hey, when you open your mouth and put your foot in it, you to get what comes along with it. That's all I'm saying. Judges are barring the Pac-12 from having board meetings. I mean, what's the use? The Pac-12 is getting disbanded. I don't know if they're trying to pull a cool. If they're trying to bring other teams in. They don't want to disband it. Everybody doesn't have a place to go. So the judge says, for now, nobody's having meetings because as far as they're concerned, it's disbanded. I don't know if they're going to rename it or whatever the case may be, but not looking good for the Pac-12. And the crazy thing about it, Pac-12 is the best conference in college football right now. Crazy. Then we have the mel tucker sock mel tucker's the kick the coat the black head coach of michigan state uh he seems to be caught up in uh, some love triangle two consenting adults but according to the lady mel, basically it boils down to mel dumped her and she wasn't happy with it so she said she was forced into a relationship she didn't want so a trial is ongoing It's been rumored he's been fired a couple of times, but anytime it comes out with sexual innuendo or like the hazing that happened in Northwestern or whatever the case may be, it doesn't bode well for the head coach, especially if he's black. Mel, I wish you all the luck, but if they're doing this to you and you didn't do anything wrong, it's time to pack your bags anyway. That's it. That's all I have for college football until we run run down the uh, games this week. Okay, moving on to the NBA. NBA, finally cracking down on load management. My, my only question is what took so long? People paying up hard-earned money to come to games and guys taking a night off because they don't want to play against another star or they just don't want to play. I mean, you call it, I can't call it. They all want to blame Popovich for starting it uh, in San Antonio. Okay, yeah, Pop did start it. But these soft-ass players had no problem obliging him and not playing in the games. So, there's enough blame to go around. Adam Silver's trying to act like a real commissioner now. Ugh, this is a good start. We'll see. Then, the still the face of the NBA, LeBron, some uh, PED controversy. Man, it's been out there that LeBron's been taking steroids for years. So, I don't know what all the fuss is about. He's still the de facto face of the league. So, Adam Silver's not letting any investigation go on so they can cut that out. LeBron's also in the news for trying to fill a team uh, to go back after the U.S. didn't medal this summer to go back in, in the Olympics in Paris in 2024. He's fielding his own team. Those guys ain't LeBron doesn't have that pull anymore. What he wants, one last two hurrah in the Olympics because he knows he's not winning a championship in the league. Yeah. Let me tell you right now, KD's not going for that. KD won one on his own. LeBron hasn't won a gold medal on his own. Remember, he was on the Redeem team. That was Kobe's team. So, yeah, get your guys. Don't go over there and get embarrassed. Because all the pundits, the last time they played Olympics, they were on Kevin Durant. He couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. Guess what? KD got a gold medal. Guess what? He did it by himself without Steph or LeBron. Moving on. OKC unveils a plan for a $900 million Thunder Arena. Whew. Somebody has deep pockets. Maybe uh, Oklahoma City will be a destination for players in the future. But somehow, I still think Kevin Durant is going back there to retire. It's just in my mind. Even if he doesn't finish his last game at OKC, I think he's going to sign a one day and retire at OKC. That's how it should have been anyway. Dame. Uh, Dame Dame Dollar. With a season less than 40 days away, Dame said he's not going to report to Camp unless he's traded. But I got bad news for you, Dame. This I've told you that player empowerment thing is pretty much over. You and James Harden are going to be the last two of that ilk. The last two that are going to be able to push management into sending you where you want to go. Because I don't unless another team jumps in, Dame, you're not going to Miami. So you better pick up Philly or... Somewhere else because it doesn't look like it's going to happen. I wish you all the luck. I don't think Dame wants to leave, but these punters are so wrapped up in trying to get him a ring. Why, I don't know. They just want something to talk about. They were all hyped up to get KD a ring. See how they treat him now? That's all I'm saying. And then James Harden. There's no market for James Harden. For as uh, as, as gifted as he is as a scorer, there's no market for his shenanigans. Yeah, if you get him, you're going to go to playoffs because he's been to the playoffs every year of his career. That hasn't amounted to anything. But money for the strippers in the strip club and a boost in the economy. But far as winning rings, he's not the guy you want on your team. And him coming back to Philly, after saying all that, man, nobody cares about Darryl in the front, front office. But Philly fans, if you're not loyal, yeah. They're going to run them out of town on a rail. So the best thing for you is get your deal done. Whether you got to take less money, you better get out of town. That's all I'm saying. The Lakers signed Vanderbilt, four years, 48 mil. What are the Lakers really doing? They keep signing the same play. They sign like four small forwards, three small forwards, two centers, and they're all, like I tell everybody, those guys are scapegoats for when they don't win the ring. He, LeBron's going to blame everybody else but himself. And like I said, unless he learns how to play off the ball at this po- point in his career, the Lakers not going to be any good. They're going to be above 500. they They're probably going to be in the top five, but they're not winning anything. And then again, it all, it all hinges on AD's health. And we know he's not staying healthy for 82 games. The load management rule is for him and LeBron. Let's be real. Moving on to the WNBA. Brianna Stewart edges out Aja Wilson for the MVP this year. I'm just going to say, yeah, she should have got it. She dropped 43 times this year. Aja was killing, and the Aces were killing everybody uh, towards the beginning of the year. But once Candace Parker went down, they kind of slowed up. So, yeah, I'm going to agree with them on on, uh, Brianna getting it. Uh, The Liberty's Gym, KOLB, she wins the Executive of the Year. Congratulations to her. And both Tarazi and Griner will return for Phoenix next year. I don't know why Tarazi needs to hang it up, but who am I? So good luck to you you last year. I mean, good luck to both of you next year. Major League Baseball. The Rangers uh, acquired Max Scherzer at the trade deadline. They're shutting him down. Uh, for the rest of the regular season, um, they're calling it an arm fatigue. They're not really not giving us any any uh, update on it, but looks like it's arm fatigue. Whether the Rangers make the playoffs or not is another story. And the Washington Nationals extend GM Rizzo, giving them more time to rebuild. Uh, the Nats were in the bottom half of the National League this year, but uh, they've got a lot of prospects. So we it's it's a, it's a wait and see kind of thing. So we're gonna see what happens. Moving on to Gulf, the Saudis they have seen a subpoena about the PGA-LIV merger. Something doesn't smell right in the water, and they're about to find out what it is. Uh, other things, uh, Dustin Johnson says, says uh, signing with Live costs him a spot in the Ryder Cup. Well, you should should have thought about that when you took the dash for the money. Dustin Johnson is one of the premier golfers in the world, so I can see how it it would sting a little bit, but at least you got the money. And according to the Ryder Cup captain, they are set to go. Just waiting for the Ryder Cup to start. In boxing, Shakur Stevenson, I mean, after not signing the contract with Haney, Lomo turning him down, and the other bunch of other guys below Santos says he'll take the fight question is why Nobody wants to see this I guess this is a warm-up for the division I don't know but they keep putting on fights that nobody wants to see you're not gonna get paid taking less from Haney will make you more than this fight that you're taking now but you want to fight this fight make me understand make me understand the math the logic I don't know You got Pregorius against Haney set for December the 9th. That should be a good one. And last in boxing, Tank continues to duck the competition. Tank's 29 years old. Keep ducking, guys. You're going to duck yourself right out of boxing. That's all I got to say. Moving on now to the big boys, the college football. We're going to talk about who's playing who this weekend. Let's start at the top. Let's get right to it. Uh, We got Georgia versus South Carolina. should be a good game. We're going to find out if Georgia actually has a quarterback. Even though South Carolina got shellacked early in the season, I think it's going to be a competitive game because, like I said, Georgia still has that stellar defense, but do they have a quarterback? South Carolina does. I'm not really a Spencer Rattler fan, but might be an upset in the making. Mission against Bowling Green. Close your eyes. This is going to be a rough Florida State versus Boston College. The nose should roll. We got Texas versus Wyoming. Trap game. Texas, keep your head on. Keep your head on straight. Uh, USC is off this week at number five. At sixth, Ohio State versus Western Kentucky. They have uh, went with McCord as the quarterback for Ohio State. Uh, it should, should be a gimme game, so it's really not going to prove anything to the, to the Buckeye faithful. At number seven, you got Penn State versus Illinois. Uh, like I said, Penn State is a problem this year. They should roll over the now easily. You got Washington at number eight versus Michigan State, with all the Tucker turmoil. Uh, look for Pennix Jr. to get his man on three, four hundred yards, a couple of touchdowns. They should handle Michigan State easily. At number nine, Notre Dame versus Central Michigan. Uh, the Irish is tough this year, uh, led by Marcus Freeman. Uh, Number 10, Alabama versus South Florida. I feel really bad for South Florida because although they're saying Alabama doesn't have a quarterback, this kid can play. He just doesn't have the nuances down yet as a quarterback. I think they're going to roll over South Florida pretty bad. At number 11, you got Tennessee versus Florida. Florida's coach is basically uh, coaching for his life. If he doesn't have a good showing in this game, I think he'll be showing the door quickly. At number 12, you've got Utah against Weaver State. Nobody's stopping Utah. They're the boogeyman of the Pac-12. Number 13, Oregon versus Hawaii. You know I think Bo Nix is trash. I don't think Hawaii is going to really put up a fight, so that should be an easy one. At 14, we got LSU versus Mississippi State. Uh, Brian Kelly. I hope he find out who his team is. Mississippi State's coach is a hard ass. All that Talk he's been talking about. Everybody's got to stay focused. Well, stay focused for this ass whipping you're about to get from LSU and Brian Kelly. Okay, number 15, Kansas State versus Missouri. Kansas State should handle them easily. You got number 16, Oregon State versus San Diego State. Big Cinco still on the roll. Like I said, it was not his fault at Clemson, as you can surely, as you can easily see. At number 17, you got Ole Miss versus Georgia Tech. Think it's going to be a pretty good game, but Lane Kiffin's much a little bit too talented. Then the prime time game is going to be Colorado versus Colorado State. Coach Prime, I don't know what quarter he's going to call off the dogs or if he calls them off at all, but we'll see. Number nineteen, Oklahoma versus Tulsa. That should that should be a pretty good one. See how long Tulsa can uh, hang on. Then you have UNC versus Minnesota. Drake May and uh, the Tar Heels, a little bit too tough. A little bit too much offense for Minnesota. At 21, you got Duke versus Northwestern. Uh, Duke's looking to showcase their new quarterback. Northwestern's been in the free fall since since the firing of the head coach. Uh, Number 22, Miami. Dusted Bethune-Cookman last night, 48-7. Number 23, Washington State versus Northern Colorado, should be an easy one for for a wazoo. 24, UCLA versus North Carolina Central, that should be a cakewalk. And at number 25, you've got Iowa at Western Michigan, another cakewalk for Iowa. Uh, Games you might want to watch, we're talking HBCUs. My nephew's at North Texas, they're at Louisiana Tech, hoping to get a win. Prairie View. Is that SMU? SMU should take care of business. You have TSU versus Rice right here in the city. Uh, We'll see what TSU can do with with the Owls. Then we have TCU versus Houston. That game is going to have a lot of implications. It's going to show if TCU is any good at all. Houston losing last week. And if we really need a new coach, down Houston. I told you, go get Tom Herman. Number five, we got Baylor against LIU. Baylor looking for their first win of the season. A couple of bad breaks. Uh, we got number, Norfolk State versus Temple. It's going to be a good one. And Hampton versus Howard. Every HBCU uh, college student's dream matchup. That's enough for the college game. Let's step into the NFL and what we got going on this week. A lot of things happened last week. Like I said, it was. A bad football weekend, but hey, it was just week one, so look, let's see what's happening. First, we got Green Bay versus versus Atlanta. You got to love, love. He, he played like a professional last week. I don't know what to expect from Atlanta. The coach is on the hot seat. They got a lot of new toys, but if I had to pick, I'm going with Green Bay. Then you got the Raiders versus Buffalo. It's going to be a bad day for Jimmy. They're trying to get uh, Josh Allen's confidence back up and what... Better team to do it, than the Raiders. Ravens versus the Bengals. The Bengals are going to go 0-2 again. Uh, Boy, Joe Burrow wasn't ready last week. I don't think he's going to be ready this week. And people keep talking about, oh, he's hurt. Lamar this, Lamar that. Lamar, if you look at Lamar's record against Joe Burrow, he wins most of the time. So, you're rolling with the Ravens. Got Seattle versus Detroit. The the, the Lions OC is going to have to use Gibbs. He's going to have to use Gibbs. Like I said, uh, Geno's going to be missing both of his tackles. Uh, They they should run over Seattle, but stranger things have happened. But we'll see. Then you got the Chargers versus Tennessee. Tannehill is done. I don't know what Mike Vrabel is waiting on to put Malik Willis in the game. Maybe if the Chargers go up 30 to nothing, he'll think about it. But we'll see. Then we have Chicago versus Tampa. They're already trying to write uh, Justin Fields out of the league. His coaching staff is not helping. It's going to be a lot of changes. If they. It's not saying it's a must win at game two, but they're going to have to show show a lot better than they did in week one. And Baker's up for the task, so Temple might get another one. We got KC versus Jacksonville. Question, is Sunshine ready? Is Travis Kelsey going to play? Those are big questions. KC's on the road. Going on the road without Kelsey is going to be tough. I'm, I would lean towards Sunshine and the Jags. Okay, then we got Indy versus the Texans. No Taylor, no win. Both rookie quarterbacks, and I like what I've seen from Richardson from Indy, but no running games to sustain what he's trying to do. Shane Steik is doing a good job out there with him. But I think the Texans and Stroud and, and, and the Texans' defense is going to win this game. Okay, we got the 49ers versus the Rams. 49ers, unless... Uh, the Rams get the Brock Purdy. The 49 is going to kill them. Then we have the Giants versus the Cardinals. The Giants looking to, to get back to respectability. Well, we'll see how that goes. Then we have the Jets versus the Cowboys. Call the ambulance now. Call the ambulance now. He's going into the game with really no backup, and they haven't brought anybody in. I feel sorry for the kid. Moving on. Washington versus Denver. Yeah, time for us to get off the snide, uh, the altitude. If the Broncos don't get, get the Washington this week, when will they win? Here we have Miami versus the Pats. Everybody wants to know it's tour for real. That 466 yards last week was for real. Only thing, they're playing up in New England. Strangest things could happen, but we're going to see. And then on Monday night, on Monday night, you're going to have uh, – New Orleans versus Carolina. That's a toss up. I don't I don't know. Like I said New Orleans didn't look good in their debut and Bryce Young didn't really look good in his debut. So it's going to be I think it's going to be a defensive game. We'll see. Then you have Cleveland versus Pittsburgh and I've been telling you all preseason the return of DW4. Don't take in consideration what the Niners did. I mean what the 49ers did to Pittsburgh last week. Just watch D.W. Four do his thing. That's all I'm saying. I'm gonna give you the rundown for the for uh, MLB before we get out of here. Uh, American League East, you got the Orioles still on top. The AL Central still got the Twins on top. AL West is the Astros. NL East, you got the Braves. NL Central. Still the Brewers and the NL West is still the Dodgers. Uh, stat wise, we got Louis Ariza still batting 349. Uh, Matt Olson, 51 home runs, leads, to, leads all majors. Spencer Strider, 17 wins as a pitcher, he leads all the major leagues. Blake Snell at 2.43 ERA. And we got Emmanuel Class, 40 saves, uh, leading MLB. Alright now we're gonna get into my shout-outs. Like I said, it's full flow full blown Friday. We're gonna get you out of here. First I wanna shout out to my Aunt Grace whose birthday was yesterday. Uh, she passed away a couple of years ago. She would have been 75. Uh, she would have been 75 yesterday. I'm just say, she was black excellence before you knew what black excellence was. Everything she did uh, was 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 you know it was extraordinary. We miss you down here. Uh, I'm going to sh- give a shout out to my man Tim Lewis. His birthday was a couple of days ago. He's been supporting me from day one. Good looking out. I appreciate you. I also want to give a shout out to my man Ratliff, a.k.a. Rat. Uh, happy birthday. His birthday is today. Uh, being in Kuwait, being in and out in the middle of nowhere with nothing to do, people like Rat made it okay. Made, made you uh, smile even if you didn't want to. He couldn't hoop, but he was my guy happy birthday to him and on another somber note i want to give a shout out to uh one of my childhood friends howard dixon uh his dad passed away uh i don't know exact date but uh his dad passed away so my condolences go out if you know howard you know his mom miss dixon she taught all of if you're from my generation she taught everybody third grade uh shout out to his brother chris um like i said my condolences to the dixon family uh As always, it's your boy OG, and I'm O-U-T.